Welcome to First Presbyterian Church of St. Almonds, West Virginia. Hope you enjoy today's service. We have some announcements for the second Sunday of Easter. Sunday evening adult Sunday school by Zoom teleconference uh, will be the class at, or there will be a class at 6 p.m. Check your email for links to the Zoom class and the Wired Word article for preparation. Have you ever heard of the One Hit Wonders? We've got many music groups over the years who produced like one great hit song and then nothing else. We have many books of the Bible which are very short, the shortest only 13 verses long. They seemingly had one purpose as well, and have made a long-lasting recurring splash in the Christian world. Wednesday evenings at 6.30, join in the adult Zoom Bible study for these one-hit wonders. Check your email links and lessons for links and lessons. Session continues to watch the news and meet twice a month to make decisions about our continued work here at the First Presbyterian Church of St. Albans. Their concern is for your safety and your continued health, yet offerings, blessings, and worship. So 
the balance there will be continued in online worship, at least through the end of April, knowing that the West Virginia coronavirus curve is not yet flattening, which could cause us to remain apart even through May. Please help us help you in any way possible. Contact a session member or Reverend Doug if you have need for delivery of food or other essentials. Please leave prayer concerns on the webpage or Facebook page by Thursday, 7 p.m. to be included in next Sunday's prayers. Let's worship God. Join me now in the call to worship. Blessed be the God of our Savior, Jesus Christ. God has given us a new birth in the living hope of the resurrection. God has given us an inheritance that is imperishable and unfading. In this we rejoice even when we suffer trials. For although we have not seen Jesus, we love him. And although we have not seen him, we believe in him. For the outcome of our faith is the salvation of our souls. confession. God has been made known to us in deeds of power, signs, and wonders, and will not abandon us if we confess the truth about our lives. Let us confess together using this prayer of confession. God, you have made known to us the ways of life. Yet, too often, we put other things above you and turn away from the ways of life and toward the ways of death. Forgive us and guide us back into your presence that we may know the fullness of joy. Amen. 
declaration of forgiveness. My friends, God is our refuge and will not abandon us. In Jesus Christ, we are reconciled to God. That is a promise of peace and joy. Share that peace with one another. Our first scripture lesson is from 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 3 through 9 of the NRSD. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have to suffer various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith be more precious than gold that, though perishable, is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. And although you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy, for you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Well, good morning. Welcome to the first attempt at a children's message here this morning. And I'm going to invite all the children, no matter what age you are, to, to be ready for a lesson. So I'm inviting you to the, our home office here, and I want to talk about a certain item that's on the wall behind me. Let me focus. You see that cross right there? What do you think that is? Do you think that's a gold? Kind of looks like gold, doesn't it? I kind of wish that was gold. It weighs about half a pound, and about a half a pound of gold is worth in between eight and $10,000. That's more than you probably have in your little piggy bank account. That's right. But this isn't gold. It's, it's some other metal brass. Kind of looks like gold, though, doesn't it? Yeah, gold is kind of special. It's a special material. It's it's shiny. They use it for jewelry. They use it for to uh, account for wealth. It's it lasts forever. It it never rusts. It doesn't fall apart. You can use it in so many ways, and it's beautiful, and it's heavy. That's what got that's what got everyone's attention. It's heavy, and it never seems to change. It's always glowing and gold, that wonderful gold color. Well, because of that heaviness, it's gotten kind of an important view in the world. It's, it, gold has a special property because of that heaviness. It's, you've heard people say you are worth your weight in gold. Yeah, you, it, because it's heavy. And because of that word heavy, it has been used to 
show and tell others why things are important. Things that are important are heavy. Ask Susan Alawat to say, that's heavy, man. She'll tell you that. Something that's weighty, that has importance. Did you know that we have the word heavy in the Lord's Prayer? Our Father who art in heaven, heavy is your name. Oh, no, we don't say heavy. We say hall hallowed. But hallowed is an old, old word which means heavy, important, weighty, holy. Because we see God's and God's whole being as very important. It must be heavy and weighty and important for us. Our first scripture lesson that Mr. Morrison read told us that our genuine faith is worth its weight in gold, more precious than gold. Our, our own faith in God, our faith that God gives us is more precious than the weighty gold that's worthwhile to, to remember. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for your promise made to us, that you, you treat us as important, so important you've sent us your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Continue to shine on us with your golden light, reminding us always of you. And this we pray in your great name. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, give praise to his name. 
Come to the word, let us pray. God, we ask you to guide us like a shepherd, to lead us with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, into your ways and your will. Show us the path that you would have us go and lead us into your way. And this we pray in your great name. Amen and amen. Now, if you would let us join together as we look at the scripture this morning, coming from the uh, Gospel of John, chapter 20, reading verses 19 through 31, and this will be from the New Revised Standard Version. John, chapter 20, beginning with verse 19. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Way back in 1990, after my wife Jan had graduated from San Francisco Theological Seminary, one of her classmates, a gentleman who had come from the country of El Salvador, who was there with his wife and daughter. The daughter's name was Maranita. 
which means little marina. As we were all packing, getting ready to move on from seminary to enter into our ministries, Maranita came to me with a little stuffed dog of hers. It seems that the culture of El Salvador is, if you want someone to remember you, you give them a little momento. So Maranita presented me with a little furry brown dog of hers, a little hound dog-like stuffed animal. And she promised me that we would always be friends and that I was to remember her. I consented to the promise and accepted her gift. That, that stuffed dog has stayed with, stayed with me and traveled everywhere I went. And it went with Jan and I seated in the back seat of our car. And it would accompany us to trips to hospitals and church events. And every time I saw the dog, it would remind me of little Meranita. Well, time brought some changes. And now little Meranita is about the age of Holly Greathouse. And through the years, unfortunately, the brown stuffed toy began to age also. And being in the car was not the best idea. Just seven years later, in 1997, it had lost an eye and the sun and the heat sitting in the car had caused the fabric fur to become brittle and easily torn and the stuffing began to leak out from several places. I mentioned the dilemma of Meranita's memento to Susan, who was a member of the Hartstown Presbyterian Church I was serving at the time. Susan was a seamstress and I thought she might be able to do some sewing magic. Susan told me she would do some research. And sure enough, a week later, she told me she knew what she could do to fix it. She asked for the dog. And as I handed it to her, with the other hand, she gave me this blue bear. She had decided that the poor dog was beyond saving and that this blue bear would have to be a replacement to remind me of Meranita and her family, and now also for Susan and her family. Because she made the, the bear, because the, the attempt at the dog was not too successful. And to further mess with my mind, Susan used a Bugs Bunny fabric for this bear. Well, it has went immediately into the car and I disregarded everything that had happened to the original stuffed animal. But here it is, still pliant and complete. And it's, this is one of the few times it's been out of the back seat of my car. It's been there since 1997. And every time I get in the car, I see it, and I go, Meranita and Susan. This little bear reminds me of them and their time and our time together. And in reading the scripture, the phrase receive the Holy Spirit struck me as a point and purpose of this scripture and this blue bear as an illustration. You see, Jesus was sent 
to represent God to the disciples and to us. The Holy Spirit is now the representative for both. When you have seen me, Jesus said, you have seen the Father. And with the Spirit, we get reminders of both God and Jesus. We are accompanied on our way with the same reminder and the spirit of the original, even in this new form. Jesus said, we are accompanied with his phrase, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit sent out with the Holy Spirit to accompany us. We are not alone. God knows we shouldn't be alone. We are not meant to be alone or separated from one another. We are not meant to be alone, whether we are the best churchgoer or a supposed deserter. We are not meant to be alone, separate, and cut off. No one can know the whole story without the presence of the Spirit, however. No one can know the whole story without hear, hearing the story told and the witness laid out in that story. Many of us still need the presence of the Spirit to help us see and to know and believe because we, like Thomas, already have made our minds up. We need a be awakened to the greater truth. We need to be reminded that before we were ready, before we even knew what we needed, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit had already worked this out. And they've prepared us for each stage of transition. Even when we were, are sinners, God and Jesus and the Spirit have already put the plan of salvation in motion. How many of us have gladly and humbly accept that salvation and then stand off and turn up our noses and point fingers and denounce others because, of course, we know better, just like Thomas. Do we so quickly forget how we were prepared, accompanied, washed with the blood and take in the promises of the table, and daily take up the cross? If we take up our cross as Jesus commanded us, we would be too busy trying to nail others to theirs. We are called, sent out to accompany, tell, share, exhort, exclaim, point to the ones who save and have saved and will save, God and Jesus and the Spirit. It doesn't matter if you are in the same job for 30 years or about to embark on a new life. You are accompanied by God's Spirit and invited to take what you know and tell others of that glory and love and peace of Christ. We are accompanied, and it is through receiving the Spirit who will guide and counsel us, comfort and hold us, cajole and mold us, but Jesus is with us nonetheless. Just like this bear reminds me of Marinita and Susan. Let us not forget. Let us always be reminded. Have you believed because you've seen me? 
Blessed are those who have not yet seen and yet have come to believe. That is our, our prayer, our word, our concession to our, the, our Lord and Savior and the Spirit which comes and saves. Look around you. See how you are reminded of our God. Amen. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We come now together as we pray together as a congregation. But before we start, let me remind you about some needs in this community. Mary, who runs the Christ Kitchen and the food pantry, says that currently the clientele is three times the volume it was at the beginning of the year, with so many people out of work and so needful we need to extend our help to Christ's Kitchen and the Food Pantry here in St. Albans. We hope that you can either give directly, if you can, or indicate through your regular gifts to this church the, any amount that you would like forwarded to Christ's Kitchen, and we will deliver that to them for you. Let us not forget those who are in need So let us now continue in prayer, and let us begin first with our own personal private prayers. Let us pray. Hear, O Lord, the prayers of your people. We pray for the many people today, those in our own congregation and those outside of it, those in St. Albans and those in the whole world. We pray for those especially who are, who are in the throes of fighting disease, this terrible pandemic of COVID-19. We are appreciative of those who are on the medical side of the ones seeking the healing, seeking the protection, seeking the helping for those who are in the hospitals and struggling with their health. We pray for one of our members, Karen Lamb, who has been discovered as having COVID-19. 
We pray for her and all the others there at the Riverside Nursing Home who are now testing positive. Be with them in this dire health issue and also the staff. Continue to, to be watchful and helpful for all of them. We are glad that Georgiana Hagar is so far clear. Continue to protect her and the others. We pray as well for Carol Olberg's son, James, who lives in Michigan and who also has tested positive for COVID-19. We ask your support for James and your healing, Lord, for him. And we ask comfort for Carol, who is these so many miles away, waiting and watching and praying. We pray for those who are also still waiting for tests and other procedures that are before them, whether that's Ned Arthur or Jack Rogers, Elliot Malcolm or Mel Birch. We pray for all of those in our own community and congregation who have regular doctor visits scheduled. Give us your care as we travel to these appointments. We pray for your continued presence in our lives, our Savior and Guide, to strengthen our belief, to see you in the heroics of the helpers, your salvation in those who deliver. Bring your Holy Spirit into our lungs and into our hearts that we might see and believe with faith worth more than gold. We're grateful for the leaders of our states who are given the authority to hold us in our homes until the medical people can ascertain when it is safe to come out of our homes and return to our as normal a part of our lives as we can. We look forward to the day when we can meet again together in person in worshiping you. Help us, Lord. Heed our needs, Lord. Help us to continue to reach and pray, teach, and tell of your good works. Meanwhile, help us, Lord, to wash our hands and keep our distance until that day will come. We pray all this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who claims us now and always. Amen and amen. Now, if you would stand as you're able and let us sing hymn 462 together.
our final hymn today is an Irish blessing. And we will use it not only as our final hymn, but our benediction, our good words to end this worship. So God bless and join in singing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. May the rain fall soft upon your feet. And until we meet again, may he hold you in his hand. May God hold you in the